0: Welcome to the Soul Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Okay, hey, you guys. Welcome back to
1: the Soul Lux Life Podcast. Excited that you are going to be in tonight. We have a very special guest, um, Jeremy Hardiman, the founder of Articulate Your Value, um, ayvnow.com. I'm going to give you all a few moments to get logged on, um, tune in, make sure you're sharing. I'm about to share it now. Jeremy's going to try to share it. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to might need a little help so to everyone that's tuned in jeremy is going to be dropping some knowledge today um to everyone that's in the workforce anyone thinking about going into the workforce this is definitely for you um i used to work a corporate job and it was so hard i would tell you i sat here and did applications after applications for about three or four or five years um, to know a they never got anywhere, um, the jobs that I did get didn't really reflect like my college education and my experience and things like that. So Jeremy's going to give us some insight um, as to just what we can do about that, how we can become better professionals on and offline. Yep. So welcome, Jeremy, I'm glad that you're joining me today.
0: appreciate it. Appreciate you having me.
1: Of course. So tell us a little bit about you. I want to continue to share here. So just get us started. Tell everybody that doesn't know you just a little bit about you.
0: Well, first and foremost, what maybe they don't know is that we are siblings. That's first and foremost. Uh born and raised in Grenada, Mississippi. Um, you know, attended Jackson State University, B Jackson State University. Exactly. B. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs>
2: right
0: on! Right on! We've been in the news lately. For sure, Coach Prime is there. Um, you know, I uh, got my undergraduate degree from Jackson State in business. Got my MBA from Clark Atlanta in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, professionally, I've worked in several industries. Um, I've had a couple of different jobs as well. Um, and you know, honestly, through that experience, I had to get pretty good at. Making sure I was able to keep my credentials, um, and I've done that time and time again. Even when I didn't have as much leverage as I thought, um, it allowed me to, to negotiate what I feel work inside the office. And you know, with that um, experience, I've you know, I've just gained a lot of insurance things. and mm-hmm. you know, I look forward to sharing that with everybody. You know, outside of the professional realm, I have a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization. Called uh, Awards, but I've had, uh, I had I founded since uh, in 2013. Uh, this was our seventh year of uh, doing scholarships for uh, African Americans at Grenada High School, our alma mater. Um, and so uh, I definitely understand some news on who the winners were uh, this year pretty soon via social media. So. Um, You know, outside of that, people that know, you know, I'm a fitness fanatic too. So I love, love, love to work out after I just came from the gym probably about 30 minutes ago. Um, so uh, you know, that's who I am. But but like I said, today we're definitely here to talk about articulate your value and uh all the services that we offer and just uh, you know give some some uh tip hopefully that will help the get some better And I first and I also appreciate, appreciate the platform like I said this is my first Podcast, and so uh, I was looking forward to this. I've been anxious to to do it. You know, it took some time for us to kind of set things up, but I'm definitely glad that we were able to connect and uh, kick things
1: off. I too, believe it or not, it takes me a while to book some of my guests. I booked this um, celebrity makeup artist, and it took me like half a year to get her to come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it takes time. So, kind of tell us about some of the jobs you've had, um, and what made you want to start articulate your value.
0: Right. So, uh, right out of undergrad, well, during undergrad, I had a co op. So, my mom used to work for the Social Security Administration. And I thought that, well, maybe that was something I would want to do, but I learned quickly that 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 wasn't for me dealing with the public, people thinking I got this Social Security check. I'm like, look, I'm not cutting any checks. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, so, I did a co op uh, during my, my undergrad tenure, and then after uh, graduating, it did make me an off office. I just decided not to do that. I knew that wasn't for me. So, I accepted uh, a position with the Union Pacific Railroad in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And so, uh, that kind of started my craft of moving around. And so, I was in automotive uh, the operations there, and then kind of got bit by the supply chain of logistics bug. And so i pretty much been along those same lines. And then obviously, you know, with, with supply chain and, and, and logistics, there's a business aspect tied to that. And so, uh, you know, immediately I went back to school. So after a year of working at Union Pacific Railroad, I then decided to uh, go back to school full-time. Open my at CAU, uh, Atlanta, England, I chose CAU, Clark Atlanta in the in and one of and so I, uh, I went there, got my MBA, and uh, from there, I started working at Lockheed Martin in Fort Worth, Texas. I uh, worked at Lockheed for about three years and decided to pursue uh, another opportunity. So from there, I went to the National Black MBA Conference in Atlanta, Georgia. So this is something that I was introduced to while at CAU. And um, going to that conference, is, so first and foremost, it's national black, but it's not just black people here. There's all, all these here. the majority are black people, but it's, it's any and everybody that wants to come um, that have the masters or in the way. And so you're talking about 10,000 people. And so I knew from that, at that point, I had to be competitive and my, my stuff had to stand out. And so, you know, I wouldn't just go with a, a blink like a regular white school paper with my resume. First of all, I had to make it was my resume, resume on paper. Preferably uh, the watermark type, but then I started putting my uh my entire portfolio together and like I had like these bright red folders, And so I knew like if I handed that to somebody, they couldn't just toss that. Right. Like, back to the office and they were gonna see that. Okay, I got I got to at least see what something all right, let me see what's in there. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, and So I had like my whole strategy when I went there. And so uh, going into that conference, I, I felt pretty good and, and it just further like solidified my confidence and my ability to be this because I at a conference with six artists. And so okay. for sure, like I created quite a little bidding for. There, so when it came, came time for negotiations, I had leverage. Um, so that, that was very important. So um, out of that experience, I decided to accept the position at Dow Chemical mm-hmm. in Michigan. So I was protected all the way up north to Michigan. Uh, and that, that was a really good opportunity. Um, there, I was in purchasing or procurement. I was over a North American warehousing contract, uh, managing about $350 million in spend. And so uh, that was a a great opportunity too. Um, I decided to leave uh, Dow. I probably would still be there. If I I never left that job to pursue an entrepreneurial
2: opportunity,
0: I'd probably still be there. I started my own trucking company and uh, I had to get out of that before that. I got chopped at the knees. Like, (laughs) we were doing all right, but my trucks were just, I had a couple lemons. And so, I uh, let that go, uh, got into distribution, started working for Walmart at a distribution center in New Albany, Mississippi. I tell people almost had to be split naked to come back to Mississippi. Well, I never thought I would come back to Mississippi. So
1: places you don't look forward to coming back
0: to. You know what I mean? No, no disrespect to my people.
1: Yeah, like it's cool for the people
0: you that like it. It's not for me, though. You know? <laughs> So uh, I came back there, and the crazy thing is, is um, in, in coming to Walmart, I, I didn't have a lot of leverage really to negotiate a strong offer. But you know, I was still able to negotiate a six-figure offer with nothing really, you know, but my experience and just again knowing the game and knowing how to do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know that. Started working at Walmart and really got that people leadership experience. I mean, I'm managing up over to 70 to 90 people. And then um, from there, I, I'm at my current um, place of employment. I work uh, for one of the, the leading trash and recycle companies in the in the country, actually. And I'm in operations here. But uh, like I said, uh, my main thing now is this, you know continuing to market and promote OYV. And, uh, you know, really what you have and more.
1: Yeah. And I think that's needed because, you know, like all through high school and even college, um, they don't tell us like real life values like, okay, this is how you, this is what your resume needs to look like. This is what like your LinkedIn profile needs to look like. This is the mm-hmm. professionalism that you need to have. Um, so, AAYV. I know you said that you like to to spread the knowledge and kind of share what you did to get to where you are now. So, kind of tell us about the
0: services that you all offer. For sure, for sure. So, I think it was the value. First and foremost, I want to name the company that because everything in life essentially is an evaluation, Mm -hmm. right? So, we have four that evaluates you know, businesses, you have Fortune 500 companies like this. you know, so people put an evaluation on things. We you know, price points are raised up and down because the value that's placed on it. You know, a, a Rolex has a brand and it, people will pay a premium really for the brand name and brand equity associated with it. And so I felt that, that was important for people, for the everyday person, you know, looking to get a job. And you know, knowing that they can negotiate their offer. They can negotiate how much they get paid, how much vacation may have, benefits, stock options, all of that is on the table, but you have to be able to articulate your benefit. and if you if you can't do that, you know, it's, it's really it's not gonna, you not you're not gonna get what you are worth. You know, and, and really even with a job, is packed, right? So, you know, you can't really place a, a work on things. Uh, however, you may be undervalued in, in what you receive. And so it's important uh, that first and foremost, what we do to answer a question is, we help you with your resume, strengthen your resume, uh, give you a strong cover letter. We also help with uh, interviewing. Uh, interview prep is very important. We're right through the, the starting method, and the importance of having clear and concise answers in um, Also career concentration. You could be at your job. And you're just like, how do I navigate my job? Um, so providing support from that, um, that angle. Um, speaking engagement, seminars, uh, you know, I've I've done quite a bit, honestly, you know, kind of under the radar. And now, like I said, it's just, it's just that, that I, I really you know, begin to you know, put myself out there a little bit more and let people know what, what I can do for, to really support. Because you know, the goal that I get is you know going through somebody's resume mm-hmm. and you know really saying, okay, man, this is what you have, but let me paint this a little bit more for you. I liken it to like uh somebody purchases a suit off of that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the tailor. I'm gonna cut it up. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have a thing fitting right on you, and it, you, you can have a hundred dollar suit that looks like, right. like a thousand dollars. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly.
0: So that's that's what I'm gonna do is to really, you know, uh, take the credentials to the next level. And, and and this is something that's gonna set you off. Mm-hmm. Hey, so once I show you how to properly do this. You don't have to come back to me. You know what I mean. It's not like it's a revolve unless you want to. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs>
2: to you, but you won't right want on. to. You.
0: Right on. So, so that that is potentially it. And then you know aybnow.com. You know they can all they can give out all the services in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is like a, a summary of, of everything.
1: Oh wow! So as a hiring manager. So what's the first thing you kind of look at uh, when it comes to reviewing a resume? Because clearly it's something I'm doing wrong because I've gone on a ton of interviews. Like I really have back when I was in like the job force looking for a job and it was so slow. I don't know if it's just like the job market here or it's just something that I'm missing mm-hmm. <laughs> I resume. So what's like the first thing you look at as a hiring manager when it comes to reviewing resumes? What makes you pick out these people to interview?
0: Well, first and foremost, I'm looking at how the resume is is formatted, the alignment, the overall effects. Right? Mm. How, how does everything look? If it if it's all like stuff is all centered, I'm pouring time to go to the next. Mm. Uh, so, so that's that's first and foremost what I'm, I'm looking for. Um, next. Really, because it, it depends on the role that I'm hiring for. Mm-hmm. I want to see how your credentials relate to what it is that we're, what we're looking for. I'm looking at your experience. Uh, I may look at uh, your education. Um, you know, and then overall, what are your bullets telling you? You know, because where a lot of people fall short is they don't they don't give you enough meat as it relates to the bullets. Mm. You know, see, you know, most times it's not enough because what your bullet is, what you want to highlight, you want to highlight what you did, but then tell me the result of it, and then most times quantify that. You know, if you saved a million dollars on an initiative that you led, I need to know that. Mm. You know, I don't need to know that uh, led a people, group of six people through the project. You know what I mean? I need to tell a little bit more. Um, Extensive than that, and then I actually like I knew I knew you probably asked me that, so I wanted to jot down a few things as well. And so, as I mentioned, like the aesthetic, is there a good layout, page alignment? Uh, consistent formatting with the bullet. I have a circular bullet and a square bullet and check mark. Have, if you go on the square, go on the square. <laughs> i
2: was waking up. Like, let's be
0: consistent. Yeah, for sure. Uh, limited white space. You want to make sure everything's kind of centered and there's not a lot of white space on uh, your uh, It shouldn't be any more than one or two pages. If you have over 10 years of experience, it may, you know, be a two-page resume. But anything less than that, you probably only want to stay to one. As I mentioned with your uh, your bullet, they highlighted highlight the, the uh, experience and possibly quantify the positive results, uh, one to two points bullets, and then uh, clearly the thing between the various sections of your resume. So let me know when I'm going through the career summary to your education, like really point that out, you may want to make that a bit larger with your plan. Um, Also start with the current position and work backwards. And lastly, no spelling or grammatical errors.
1: Period. Even on social media, like, that's where I see that.
0: <laughs> if, I, if I see that, I would be like, all right, they, did, they didn't take the time. They
1: don't pay attention to detail no no no
0: they 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 are clearly in this position you know what i mean so that that's that's what i look for but another thing that a lot of people don't necessarily do that i look for as a hiring manager is a cover letter because a lot of times with the cover letter you're you're telling me that you're interested in the position you mm-hmm. know you're kind of believe in it so that's that's going to even intrigue me to want to go to your resume and recently I hired like three, you know, four salary um, leaders. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and going through that, not a lot of people even thought to really have a cover letter, you Oh wow. So that's important. But those those are like the fundamental things uh that I typically look for. And uh a lot of times it, it at least increases the interest and makes me want to possibly go to that next step of setting up an interview.
1: Oh nice. So definitely pay attention to detail, you guys. <laughs> so be out here submitting resumes and the first sentence it has a you know misspelled word in it. And I've met people and this might be an uncomfortable topic for some, but um I've known people to say that they've seen their boss go through resumes and if the person's name sounded too black, or you know, it was like a long, unique name. I would say they would like toss it. So, do you think someone with a name like that they should shorten it, put a nickname, or just kind of what's what's your take on that?
0: Nah, nah, do you? You know, because I, that, it's not going to turn me off. You know, because I, just, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I am, you know, looking for the right candidate. And if they're gonna judge you by your name, Kansas are you don't need to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: but it happens. it really is. Yeah,
0: like you're, you're gonna be uncomfortable going mm-hmm. the because you're not being yourself. And you know, recently, with everything that's going on, there's there's been a huge shift as it relates to diversity and inclusion.
2: Uh-huh. So,
0: uh huh. You know, people. Are, I can't. I can't say what everybody's doing, but I can say that people are less likely. To judge you, you know, by your name. not to say that that isn't going on. Because some people just are ignorant like that, you know <laughs> what I mean. But um, me personally, if, if I had a home man, I wouldn't judge her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like I would, I would leave my name, you know, the way it is, and, and you know, I find the right person. Because the thing is this: like when I'm interviewing you, we gotta have some sort of chemistry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I, like we, there has to be something in me that says, "Okay, I can work with this person, right?" And and if they're judging me by my name, it's, if, if if even if I shorten it, something down the road is going to end up revealing who they really are and how they feel. Well, so I'd rather just go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That happens though. Like, I've really seen it happen. And I've actually known people personally to legally change their name because they felt like their name was too black and it would hinder them. Um, And I can't even lie. Like, that came to my head when I had kids. Like, okay, let me make sure I don't name them something too ghetto because I want them to not be judged by their name. Like, I want them, that's why I grant. I mean, I named it after our great grandfather, great great grandfather. Mm -hmm. But you know, short, simple, starts at a point. So that's kind of one of the things.
0: Ah, <laughs> now nah, put that, put, put that strong black name on that resume. Don't start it moving like that.
1: It happens. Though. So another topic that we said we we're going to talk about wages. Yeah. And I am a victim of this, and this is honestly what persuaded me to want to be an entrepreneur, to get into real estate, kind of be my own boss. I worked at a job for a while, a couple of years actually. And when I got hired, they told me, and you know, we want somebody with a college degree. um, We're going to move you up, give you a raise, all of this after X amount of time, X amount of time came, no raise, no promotion continue to work there. Um, so time comes for a new position that they decided to add to the job. I'm well qualified for, um, but I wasn't even considered. They ended up hiring another race, another gender, it was a white male, and literally paid him three times as much as me. Um, and we were doing the exact same job. Like, I kid you not, that's what it looks like. You know what, I'm tired of this. I put too much into this job. So what what do you think the reason for that is? Was it because I'm a woman, because I'm Black, or?
0: Both. <laughs> both, both are keeping it real, right? Um, the the numbers do not lie that there is a way of disparity between women and men, period, and then Black women. Uh, I was reading a study that said, first and foremost, the more educated are, so you have a degree, wider the wider the disparity tends to get. Mm. Um, over the course of a 20 to 30-year career, black women are projected to make $941,000 less
2: mm-hmm. than
0: white men. These are what the numbers say. Um, and that, that, that's the problem, um, especially when we look at the, the group of people that are the most educated by the numbers, by the percentages, it's the black woman that has the degree and everything else, right? And so, you know, the, the, the thought, conventional thinking is, it has been, you get your degree, you get a good job, right? And it kind of falls in that order. Well, we haven't seen, you know, the fairness or the equality. Like I said, for, for women and women, but for black women specifically. And, you know, for me, that, that's something that, that's personal to me. that I take and something that I want to help with. And um, some of the things that I, you know, suggest in that is, is first and foremost, doing the research on what the job paid. Right, Because now we, we can see salaries, right? We know what it is. door,
1: the internet, like it's all out there.
0: You can't hide it, right? And so first and foremost is, is understanding that. And then, you know, with some of the female clients that I work with, with your resume and when you're beginning to speak in interviews, that's not the time to be modest.
2: Mm.
0: Like at that point, you really got to speak to your credentials. And really know that let people know what it is. Right. Because you know, um, I work with a couple sisters and I really I don't really like to talk about myself. And and I'm like, look. <laughs> <You just laughs> I, <have a> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. And, and we don't we don't want to give anybody any reason to slack and, and not give us uh, in particular the black woman that's going for this job what she deserves. And so, you know, that, that for me is near and dear to my heart. Like I said, it, it definitely isn't fair. And I'm glad that a lot of people are speaking out on me. And, you know, I definitely want to be a, a part of the solution with that too, making sure that our sisters, you know, when they get the opportunity or they get that work, they're getting what they deserve, because that's only right.
1: <laughs> so. Um- kind of talk us through this so like how would the conversation go for you if you were a black female in a job force and you know like there's a position coming up you feel like you deserved a raise years ago and just still hadn't gotten it how do you go in there and ask for that higher pay because that's kind of one thing i'm like eh, nobody really wants to ask for a raise but right. even the close mouths don't get there true
0: true so the, the thing that you have to do is be able to create leverage right uh, whether that's developing subset of competency on your job that not a lot of people can do or more opportunity outside of that current position because even st- like if you if you get on with a company a lot of times you look at it from the same point of, okay we got this person you know and so i don't i'm not as as rushed to give this person a raise because they are here,
2: they have tenure
0: they ain't going anywhere, right? But um, if you're able to identify another opportunity and leverage that opportunity and, and be willing to walk away, they they got to give you that respect. And at that point, you'll see, like, okay, how bad do they really want me? I've been on a job before. And as you see, it's no secret that I've moved around. <laughs> but while on that job, you know, when I was putting in my notice, I was offered all kinds of stock options and everything. I'm like, mm. was well,
1: this? Where was this energy? Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, um, a lot of times it takes that, you know, uh, and, and, and then beyond that, you, you have to be proactive with regards to uh, speaking about your performance. Mm -hmm. don't wait to the end of the year for a review no be proactive and set that meeting up have a quarterly meeting and go over objectives (laughs) go over how everything that you've done aligns with what we set out at the beginning of the year and not only am I meeting expectations I'm exceeding and here are the numbers to prove it so then once we get to the end of the year you can't come with that surprise and say well, you you didn't meet this objective and this objective. No, because we've already had that conversation. Right. You know, so so now I'm putting the onus on them at that point to say, all right, well, Kristen, she we came here in April. <laughs> She's back in my office in July. And we, every time we were talking about where I was with regards to what you asked me to do mm-hmm. and how I received that. And at that point, too, I'm asking questions. Is there anything else that I need to do that's be different? mm mm-hmm. But just like anything, you should treat a job like you're an entrepreneur. You offer a service, and they pay you for the service. And so what what can I do to distinguish distinguish the service that I offer? Mm -hmm. Then it's just that consistent follow-up. Just be consistent with that. And then if they don't want to give it to you, you got to be willing to walk. Period. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Don't be scared to leave. Um. Exactly.
0: And, and the more the more mobile you are, the better. I know some people, you know, they get to an area and they're kind of stuck there. But uh-huh. even within a company, right, that opens the opportunities up for you there too. So if, if you're in Birmingham, right, and we say mm-hmm. well, I, I can't leave, right, and you're with this company, there's only so many positions available. But it's a global company. Let's just say you even opens yourself up to the southeast, right? There may be something in Charlotte with their company. There may be something in Florida, maybe something in Georgia. So then it's like, okay, well, if you move around, there may be a management opportunity here. Mm. So the more mobile you are, the more that opens you up as well.
1: Oh, wow. So kind of make yourself mobile. Um, I like how you said to set up meetings with your boss or whomever is in charge of giving you promotion. Um yeah and don't be scared to get in front of their face <laughs> right, right. Just kind of make them tell you no. and i was one i would ask how so you see like you know hey you all said i would get a raise here and then we push back another six months and we pushed that this and that it was just like always an excuse right you know up until i left so definitely know your worth because yeah. i feel like we can sometimes get contented jobs
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and apparently, not work and get paid what we're actually worth. Exactly, um, <laughs>
0: exactly. That, that, That's like what I was speaking to as well. With another thing that we offer, you know, with your values, just like that career consultation. Like if you if you feel like you're stuck, let's let's have a discussion, right? If, you know, and, and, and look at have an honest discussion on where you are. Mm-hmm. and then where you want to get to. And let's talk about the, the different possibilities and opportunities that you have to get there, right? Because it, it may take some finessing. And you know what I mean? Like you got to hustle. There's a lot that you have to do, right? You have to constantly be on your grind. But, but sometimes you just need that extra charge. You need somebody to really assess you and, and really tell you, like, okay, you you kind of tripping right here. You know, like, like you need to, you need to fix this, right? You know, let's, let's, let's be honest. Let's put it all out on the table. So then, when you go back in the office, it's like, okay, I know what I need to do. I know what adjustments I need to make.
1: So, um, in regards to like stepping out there and actually finding jobs, because I know that's what a lot of people are having problems with. Um, that's a lot of things that I have problems with. So, you know. Nowadays, twenty twenty, people are we're just putting in applications online and calling it a day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally, like we'll just go on like Indeed, like click, click, click. And if it says like go to the website, we'll skip over that one because it's easier to just go ahead and click and submit right. it on indeed. So kind of what advice would you give to an actual job seeker? Um, When it goes to submitting like online applications, do we follow up? How often? Like, what can we do to actually get that interview set up?
0: Right, right. So, first and foremost, uh, really do the research, right? Like, people a lot of times will chase the money,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right? Um, That's important. Don't don't get me wrong. But I would say definitely look at something that you truly want to do. Like, see what, what companies offer that. Like, there's there's too much technology to not be able to do the research and find what you want to do. All right. So when you find that company, you need to go to that company's website and create a profile. And, and load your resume, load as many documents as you can to their website. Apply to the position through their website.
2: Mm-hmm. From there, go through LinkedIn.
0: See if their T.A. is calling that position or their HR is on LinkedIn. All of a sudden, they got somebody new that they're connected with. <laughs> you know what I mean? right. What's going on, you know? Um, and let them know that I'm interested. And then they may have the post on LinkedIn. Apply through LinkedIn.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: everywhere that you can corner, you do it. If that, that position is on Indeed, go through Indeed See if you know somebody that's there at the company, you know, that can slide your credentials over. Uh, There's there's so many different um, avenues to to get in touch with people uh, at a company, Uh, but that would be first, right? Set up a profile, upload your information, and apply directly to the position. Go on LinkedIn. First, though, make sure your LinkedIn profile is updated. <laughs> that was my last post and, and video that I did was about LinkedIn, and, and I'm speaking about that because I just did it. <laughs> you just so, opened the doors. I, I just, well, I, I just went through LinkedIn profiles to hire people.
1: Oh wow! So like, hiring managers really do get on LinkedIn and
0: check it. Man, man, when I tell you, I saw so many incomplete LinkedIn profiles. I just went right to the next. Oh, wow, and, you know what I mean? And so that, that was, uh, was very important. You know, we're making sure that that was updated. As soon as you update your resume, your cover, your executive summary, your value proposition, all of that information needs to go to
2: LinkedIn.
0: Because mm-hmm. what happens, the, the TA may create a project through LinkedIn. And what that project does is it will search for people by keywords that they have in their summary.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So if I'm looking for a supply chain professional, if you got supply chain in your, your summary, your name may come up. And then if they're looking for people within a specific location, it's important to have your city and state listed. I know we thinking like big Brother trying to see me, all of my business you need to, <laughs> But you But you need to mention that there so then you can be found in that search, right? So, so making sure that that LinkedIn profile is updated, that's critical. Um, also, with your LinkedIn profile, make sure you're open to being recruited. There's a functionality that you need to enable that says that you are open to being recruited. So then they say, okay, this is on the market. And she's a supply chain professional. Let me now check out her profile. All right. That's the talent acquisition. They didn't say, okay, Jeremy, hire the manager. These are the people that I have. Rate them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'm going from, nah, not a chance to maybe to real for sure. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's how they begin to reach out about interviews and seeing what you're interested in, and then go on to the next step. And so, you know, again, create the profile on the company's website. sure your LinkedIn profile is updated, try to find somebody in HR or a talent acquisition partner from that company online or through um, LinkedIn, connect with them there, and you're going to have a better opportunity of getting from in to what you get to the community.
2: hmm
1: I like that, because I think that's a thing that a lot of us don't think about, um, LinkedIn, and actually... Updating that, especially when we leave jobs. I try to update mine. I really do. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. that's definitely an area that I dropped the ball um, in the past. And I know previous employers that I've had, they would openly admit, like, hey, we check out people's Facebook. We check out your Twitter Mm -hmm. just to see what you're putting out there because you're going to be a reflection of the company. Right, Um,
0: All right, so you definitely, you definitely IV, you don't want to show you might want to make your account private. No. <laughs> so but I think mean, even there's ways to navigate that, you know, but but still, it's like you know, if you I don't know, if you if you post a stuff on there that you, you probably know you shouldn't do, then you need to fall back now, right. like. <laughs>
1: And I've seen actually people not post their jobs because they like to be more political and have a voice and things on social media so they don't put it on there. So when they get get to talking crazy, we can't go calling their job and be like, hey.
0: Ah <laughs> oh, man, these folks are you. I forget that one guy on uh, Instagram where some go down. He said he be better than the future service. I forget his name. But like, yeah, they're, they're, it doesn't matter. And, and then that's something to remember now too. Like, what you say on social media is good. You do it to your job.
2: Mm.
0: So, you get on there with some, some racist stuff, or you know, you know, some sexist stuff. You may find yourself without a job. A lot of companies have social media policies.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's important to remember that. But that's your platform, you know. You it's freedom of speech regardless, but that doesn't mean that people can't judge you. Mm-hmm. Right, you know. So just keep that. They
1: up. won't tell you. Like they'll look at it. Um, because I remember one job I applied for. I came in before I like I came in for the interview. They were like, "Oh, you're a makeup artist, right?" I'm like. <laughs> you all in my business. Right. Like, I know his face but I know you didn't <laughs> <laughs> But they, well, I told me, like, yeah, we checked out your Facebook. We saw that your makeup artist and all of that, your mom. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what kind of dawned on me. Like, okay, it's real. Like, your people are really checking these platforms out. Right, so right. if I'm going to put myself out there as a professional, I need to keep that energy across all platforms. Yo, yo. Unless I make them private, like do what you want to do, you your private face.
0: Hey, it's, it's all <laughs> up to you. But hey, if it's open to the public, just know it's open to the public, you
1: know. And once you put it out there, you can't go back. Like it's out there. I don't care if you delete it. And like, like, I you mean, like if I see some sketch, like, oh, let me screenshot this before they try to delete it. So. <laughs> 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 I do that. Yeah. It's like.
0: Old tweets from 2012 and 2013. People said this. They was all 14. It was like, hey, (laughs)
1: like, look, that doesn't reflect me now. (laughs) We're
0: gonna gonna hold you accountable for what you said at nine years old. Trust me.
1: Literally, and I had a friend, on this (laughs) guy I went to high school with. You know how like the Facebook shows the memories of like your statuses and posts and things. Mm -hmm. the screenshot of something we were talking about going back and forth and I'm sure back then it was like so innocent so pure it was nothing but had you read it now you would have thought like this is like some racist stuff like (laughs) like, that just shows like kind of how the times change and just like even when you're younger like high school I don't know if it's any high schoolers on here Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because my friends probably wrong but like y'all that have kids definitely tell your kids to kind of like watch what they put out there yeah for sure. definitely will come back and hunt them yeah um, so i like how you said don't chase the money mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know we're all trying to get to like the highest and best pay right. um, so when it for you, for you, I know you say you have multiple offers on the table at one point at one time. Did you go with the one that made the most money, or did you just go with one that's like you like the culture of their job or you like the aesthetics and how how they treated you?
0: I went with the money, <laughs> so, so like that, that's why I'm speaking, you know, from experience. Like, don't get me wrong, like, it the, the money allows you to do things, right, to travel, to do things that we like to do so it allows you certain freedoms. Um, however, and this, this wasn't necessarily the case, but you can be miserable with that money that you're making.
1: Oh, yeah. money.
0: You, know, you could be working so much to where you can't even really enjoy it. You know, so when you get to Saturday, you don't want to do anything to, go to sleep. Sunday, you're like, damn, I gotta get ready to go back up here on Monday. You
1: know right. what I mean? job, like you can't even enjoy your weekend because you're thinking about work out like off the clock.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that's that's not to say, right, that even with that job that you're you know, you align or it somewhat has like it aligns with your passions that you can't negotiate a strong offer. All I'm saying is, is if you got one on the table that came like $5,000 more, you know, it's just like, all right, at some point, your, your passion is going to take over for you, and you're going to excel in that job because mm-hmm. it's really not going to seem like work to you. But then you took the extra five G's, or maybe they were offering you a sign-on bonus over here. And you went for the quick fit. Well, I've done that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when me get this, and, and you know, pad my bank account a little bit,
1: right? Know?
0: Um, but but I could tell. Is it you. worth
1: it? Like, do do if you could go back, would you change it and like not go that route?
0: Not um, well, I, I don't I don't have any regrets, you know, like on anything about. But if I'm in that position again, you know, I, I align myself with the passion because I know I'm gonna go a lot further. I'm gonna go a lot, a lot further with my career, and it's not gonna be as taxing and it's it's stressful. And I won't have like that, those inviting type moments either. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, I'm doing what I love to do. And eventually everything else will take care of itself. I just gotta you know, continue to show up and do what I do. You know, i will not be fine.
1: Show up and do your best. I have some people in the comments over here. So I said they already knew you went with the money. <laughs> 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 oh, very good points, balance. So true. And that's one thing that I would kinda look for like in jobs, me being a single mom. Um, and I've even had this thing like, you know, you're not a parent and people that aren't parents, they don't realize how how real the struggle can be when it comes to jobs. I've had to turn down opportunities because Mm -hmm. it didn't align with my kids' schedule. It wasn't going to allow me to be off in time to be at daycare before they start taxing me for being late. Um, is, Is this like a conversation you would have in the interview process? Like if you are like a parent and you know that that's one of the things like, look, I can't work past these hours like don't ask me I'm gonna be able to is that something we go in telling them even though it might make them be like "Mm, well we might not consider her since she has X Y and Z going on
0: well I I would suggest um, first researching that prior to Mm -hmm. a a lot of times it's gonna kind of outline like the general requirements of the job but a lot of companies are high on work like Barnes and if we being real out of a, a nine to five day, people are probably productive four hours. Four hours <laughs>
1: you know that I mean? was from my experience, because I know me. I used to do like a, especially if I feel like I wasn't getting paid my work. Like, I'm gonna do the bare minimum.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, but you get that 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 single mom, they don't have time to play, like they 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 I don't have time to play with y'all. Like, I gotta quit here, do my thing, because I gotta go pick little grant off of daycare. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I got to be there on time. And so, you know, it, it it definitely isn't a strike on you. But as a hiring manager, I'm not asking you personal questions like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you offer that information up, I'm going to take it into consideration. But from, H, from an HR perspective and from a legal perspective, I can't have, I can't initiate that dialogue. With you. So
1: no. that's illegal for people to ask you? Because I've had a job this year. To basically tell me, so like, so I know you're a single mom, um, and you don't really have family here. Um, mm-hmm. like, well, what are you gonna do? Like, if you have to work late and things like that, so they weren't supposed to do
2: that.
0: No, no,
1: no, no. Ooh, give me a little lawsuit. <laughs>
0: they, No, school, like, they cannot initiate that discussion, you know, because that then they could say you could say that you discriminated against me because. I have a child. You know what I mean. That becomes a legal matter. You know, so as a hiring manager, to you know the the listeners that are, hopefully, they know that. But if not, no, you you stay away from you know age, race, sex, religion, like all of those things. You don't, you don't bring that to an interview
1: Wow, it definitely came up. Look, I get bored one day. and feel like I need some extra cash. I might have to look into the lawsuit. <laughs> See, that's happened. I'm sure I'm not the only one that it has happened to. But I think the conversation started was like, you know, tell me a little bit about you. And that's the first thing I'm going to say, because that's pretty much me. I'm a mom, you know, with the school here, X, Y, and Z. Should I stop telling people that and just like stick to my credentials?
0: Um, usually I, I keep it professional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't tell you not to, um, but but for the most part, I, I stay on the professional side of things. And then it, even if I get in my, my personal life, I, I don't think it hurts you to say that you're a mom, because a lot of people are that of that. Um, I'm just not there. I'm not here to be like, I got kids. You know what I mean? spending <laughs> time with my kids. So there, there's nothing wrong with saying that. But, but for me, most times, I, I tend to stick, I'll lead it. Like, if you ask me to tell you about myself, I'm going to go to the uh, professional side of things and start there with my, my professional credentials, because that's what we're there to talk about. And then once I get through that, right? Because usually I'm walking through your, my, my resume. But then once I get that, I may mean, did mention something about you know some of my hobbies and some of the other things that I enjoy doing you know outside of work and if that's you know I love spending time with my family and my kids you speak to that you, know, you, know, so you working to five thirty is they gonna nah.
1: that was literally the case they were like you know certain nights you have to work like what's gonna be your plan and I'm just like let me worry about my plan <laughs> right, right, right. you know you worry about getting someone hired for this open position that you have yeah. um, which they did you know offering a position and everything but i decided to go another route <laughs> got you. i got you so it's just kind of like it's one of those things so to the people that are working and they're thinking about you know looking for other jobs mm-hmm. um how how would you advise someone to go in and kind of tell their boss like hey i am kind of out here looking for other opportunities so if you all want to keep me i kind of need you all to either give me a race or if not you know
0: i'm gonna now, go you don't you don't mention that mm-hmm. until you have the opportunity lined up like it's, it's pretty much a short thing right and so you may then let's just say you really want to stay with this company right but then you find this, ob- this other opportunity you have to really be willing to walk
2: mm-hmm.
0: right um but then i would say instead of giving a two-week notice you may want to give a four week right just to just to see how this this filling out process goes, right to see how things kind of you know play out and, you know, even when you're you're giving that notice, you may, you know, want to have that discussion. You know, like, I, I really enjoy working with the company, um, but at this point, you know, this, this this seems to be a better opportunity, right? You practice that discussion before you go in there. That, that should be something to free fire. You know what I mean? Like, you go in there with a game plan on points that you want to execute through the discussion. And then you know, you have to get notice and you want go from And then maybe a week later we're like, look, we don't want you to go. We got this opportunity. And then we begin a transition plan to get there. But if not, if they don't offer you that, you gotta be willing to get up out of there.
1: Like it's been real, y'all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've actually known like coworkers some of my previous opportunities. You know, they would be scared to update their LinkedIn and things like that because people from the job would literally come to them and be like, hey, we saw you updated your LinkedIn. Are you looking for a new opportunity?
0: And That's confidential. <laughs> I, I leave it at that. You know, like, <laughs> why, are you, why are you on my page like that? Because if you were focused on here at work, <laughs> you wouldn't be having to look to see if I'm looking for something else. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's I wouldn't even be bothered by that. Cause then you can't you can't live in this this self-imposed prison where like nah, they, they looking at me do any and everything. It's like okay, if they see that, yeah, that's that's confidential and I, I don't really want to do that.
1: Yeah, good advice. Like so y'all are out there struggling with that. I don't know if some of my previous coworkers are on here, but y'all are out here struggling with that. Listening because, like, literally, these people used to walk around on eggshells, be scared Mm -hmm. to take off to go to an interview. Be like, you don't have to tell people what you're taking off for, like, that's your personal time. And I think you have the misconception that you have to give these because, you know, of course, people are going to ask, like, oh, what do you got going on? What are you going to be doing? Like,
0: (laughs) right, right. And and, you know, even with that, you know, I cut it short, you know, and even when people are are coming to take off. I really don't care what you're doing. Yeah. Like be nice, I'll, I'll listen. You know, but it, it doesn't matter. Like you like you said, that's your personal time. Like that mm-hmm. has absolutely no bearing on me saying yay or nay to allowing you to be off. But yeah, <laughs> that's your personal time. Like if you need to take three hours in the middle of the day, you can take your lunch to go for an interview, and you put in the PTO. It kind of is what it is, you know. But you, know, you don't have to, you not to feel bad about doing that because you got to look at it with a big night at the end of the day. Mm. It's tomorrow is very, you know, when we need the services, and it's a wrap. You know what I mean? But you know, on the same token, you have to always try to maintain, maintain some sort of leverage yourself. And so that's, that's what I would offer. If, like if, if you know it's not working out, it's okay to start looking. You know, and then that's when you come to me. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I can make sure that resume, that cover, the interviewing prep is ready to go because we are in a virtual world now. So all the interviews I did on the time were virtual. Oh wow! You
1: know, and
0: that's
1: so easier. You should be more comfortable at home.
0: <laughs> right, right. But people may get a little too comfortable. Mm. So, you know, even still, right? Like I'm going to still show up. 20 minutes before, I'm gonna check out the technology. I'm gonna still have my suit on and, and everything, like like I'm in the room. Mm-hmm. So, and so that's that's very important is to still treat a birthday you know just like it's a real deal. But but yeah, like I was saying, it, it, you know you got the viewers that are listening and they're considering, you know, making that jump. Tell them like I, I really I really want to support. what like I love doing and, and I really love helping people, you know, maximize their potential every relationship, professional document, and their professional portfolio.
1: Most definitely, I wish I would have known this years ago. I definitely would have had you take a look at my resume and everything.
0: And you could be sitting on probably forty, fifty, more. You know what I mean? you you all you
1: you,
0: you you gonna be caked up with that real estate money, man.
1: Hey, I received it. Look, y'all looking to buy or sell a house. I am your girl. If you're looking <laughs> to update your resume, um, you're trying to land a good job, definitely get at Jeremy. Um, yeah. We'll definitely have to have him come on again, maybe do like a little mm-hmm. virtual workshop or something that y'all can tune into. And he kind of c- critique you on, you know, your resume, everything that's pretty Pretty much what he offers. I don't know why what just popped up on my screen. I don't know if you can see that or not. <laughs> but, not um good. definitely contact him. So tell us how can they get in contact with you? Um does it matter like where they live? Do you do, do things virtually? Just kind of give us a story.
0: if it sure doesn't matter I live. I'm working with somebody out of LA right now. Uh shout out to Detroit. Like Detroit is one of my best markets right now. Like I um, and like Detroit is one of my favorite cities anyway, but like the people there are just hustle, man. Like if you if you meet a, a, a lady from Detroit outside of Detroit, chances are she got the full-time gig, the nails, she got all these hustles on the side. <laughs> like, I love my people from Detroit side, my boy Dion too. But like uh it, it doesn't matter, like it virtually, you know, if you we we can connect that way, um usually that's Everybody that I've pretty much been working with lately has not been in the same city as my, myself. So, you know, that's that's not a problem at all. But uh, obviously, you can reach me through the website, AYBnow.com. Uh You can send me your email at value at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook under Articulator Value, um, Instagram, AYB2020, and then LinkedIn, Articulator Value as well. So I got a few shout outs you on. Know.
2: Oh, go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, first, first, of all, I, uh, I want to appreciate you for for sharing the platform. Uh, Obviously, okay. you do your thing. You know, whether it be the makeup, now it's the real estate, on the podcast, like you stay grinding like, and that's inspiring. So okay. uh, I definitely appreciate you sharing the platform. Shout out to Chris too, killing it with the, the photography game and all that. Like y'all. Well, she told right
1: me, right. He was like, Look, tell Jeremy he needs to book a branding session with me. We need to brand him for his business.
0: Hey, hey I, we I tell her I'm gonna hold her up to that too. And I don't need the family discount. I'm paying <laughs> for You know what I mean? So I said, I to her too. But she, she's really doing a thing. And, and like her videos are just like on the next to the next level now. I'm her, music and doing the steals.
1: It's
0: yeah, she'll, cool. like the she'll show us the picture from the video. Like, it's, yeah. me. it's killing this. It. So, so shout out to her. Uh, shout out to uh, Nikila Gates, all her Latoya Lawrence and, and Buddy Alexander. Like, they always be posting on stuff on Facebook. Uh, check out Latoya. She's out in Denton, Texas. He's catering. Got the best one. And she's from the, she's from the town. She's from the hometown. So, uh, we you know, know she's cooking. Right. And then uh, Buddy got. Uh, so, Alexander Aspects Interior Design. So shout out to him. Aaron Crystal and Junior Ghost, I always been poking my stuff. Takiya and Joseph, And like I said, a whole fade of Detroit in particular. And then the G Town. Shout out to the hometown. Right. They you know were excited. Um,
1: actually, Lars was right to me saying like he was ready to see you come on. He's going to come back on the podcast. He said, y'all used okay. to be back in Texas and everything. I'm like,
0: when yeah. was
1: like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's my guy. We we got some stories, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: a podcast for another
1: day.
0: We'll have All
1: right. we y'all up here together. I think I can add up to like ten people on here at a time.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, he's in Detroit now. Like that's that's my guy. Like shut up lots and shit.
1: Oh, wow. So I definitely appreciate you, Jeremy. It's been a fun hour with you. Um, You guys definitely share this, tag some friends. He dropped some great information today.